I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This episode is brought to you by Undeniably Dairy. Dairy farmers are more than farmers. They're climate caretakers. They see water as a precious resource. Most farmers recycle water up to four times from chilling the milk to irrigating the crops. And some even use technology to turn manure into renewable energy. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. Coming up on TMS, poking the parking lot bear. Predator v. Shrek. Tell Alexa what you want, what you really, really want, and she'll obey you seven out of ten times. 62% chance he did that because he has a Mercedes. It's a long one. Back in or pull out. What, pray tell, is an ass sentinel? Pick a number between five and ten. 26! He is one of many a-holes. And you can Anne Rice! How's your pull-through game? Jackie Earl Haley Joel Osment. Old Cutfoot McLean. Finding Mom's Porn. Set it and keep fiddling with it. Always listen to RuPaul. AI Gaslighting with Tom. Buttering your comatose with Nicole and Randy. And more on this episode of The Morning Stream. The 1860s was a decade in which one of the most terrible civil wars in history was to begin and end. But far from the bloody fields of Gettysburg and Shiloh, changes which were to alter forever the face of the American West had already begun. We thought you was a toad. The Morning Stream. Hey, don't shoot. We're peaceful. Honest to God, all right? Hello, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. I'm Scott, and that's Brian. Hello to you, You Scott. You know what I just realized? Our chat room never gets to see. Usually when the music starts, Brian, because he's a a musical guy, (laughs) he can't help but like boogie a little bit. I do. I always like to to dance to uh, the the opening themes, no matter which one it is, whether it's the Schwartz or the... uh, Sure. The Even our mid, our mid show thing, this thing. He'll, he'll boogie to that yep, sometimes. That one? Yep. Um, and you guys don't get to see it because we're, nope. we have a little holder screen up and they don't just, see it. Just for Scott. Yep, yeah. Scott's the only one. 
And I always manage to put all my clothes back on before he turns my camera on. That's great. <laughs> well, from the waist up anyway. It's fine. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh no. Whoops. Don't make me get anything from back there today, Scott. Hey, Look. Brian, let's take a closer look at that minifig marble thing. <laughs> anyway, it's nice to have you all here. Thank you for joining us. We, uh, we're here, and we got stuff to talk about. Um, mostly yeah. you guys have stuff to talk about. I've been getting a crazy amount of voicemails lately, which, you know, we've been asking for. So that makes sense, I guess. Oh, good. And um, we got an important one here from somebody who just, I think they've just shown their true fandom to all things TMS and Frog Pants. And I just want to <laughs> share what this guy said. So this comes from, uh, let's see if I can find where I put the dude. There he is. Guy who got a tattoo, and I'll let him explain. What's up, Scott and Brian? Ian from San Diego. Uh, this one's for the morning stream. Uh, yeah, a while back, I sent in a picture of my tattoo of a really stupid dad joke that Scott mentioned on the show. He said, uh, if you get a thermos tattooed on you, is that your thermos tat? And so I got a thermos tattooed on me. Um, it's on my ankle. Wow. I'll send you guys a picture if you want to say, see it. I joke with my kids all the time. I have two daughters that it's the only of my 500 tattoos that they're not allowed to touch. Anyway, uh, Brian, go <laughs> peace. Love you, peepoos. Uh, shake your run stuff. See ya. Love it. Love you, peepoos, he says. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. And I would like Why? to see a photo of this. That would be great. I'm like curious that. about why it's the only tattoo that of his 500 that his daughters aren't allowed to touch. Is that what he said? Yeah, because he said it's on the back of his calf, so it's not like in some weird, you know, weird place. It's not in a swimsuit yeah. place or something. Um, right, exactly. Yes. So I don't know. We need more explanation about that, but also a photo would be nice. I think that's amazing, and I would love to see your Oh, jeez, of course. Don't touch the thermostat. Now I get it. Okay. Oh, right. shit. Thanks, Dr. Calhoun. Yeah, Gosh dang sense. it. He's right. Dr. Calhoun saved the day. Yeah. That is exactly it. Yeah. How did we not okay. see that coming down the street? I don't know how we, yeah, yeah. We claim to be quality morning podcasters. What is this? <laughs> Horrible, man. That's amazing. I'm, right. I'm actually the one who doesn't touch the thermostat in this house. Tina sets the uh, the temperature. Even though we have one of these automatic, it's not Nest, but it's one made by a carrier that works with our, works apparently better with our setup. Mm. Uh, and it's automatic. I'm fine just letting it be, letting it do its thing. Oh, it's yeah. cold. Great. Guess what? It's warming yeah. things up. Oh, it's it's warm. Oh, it's cooling things off. It's fine. Yeah. Tina feels like she needs to go there and like, <laughs> it's, I need to make it one degree cooler. <laughs> or I need to make it one degree warmer. Does she? That means she doesn't trust the technology and trust the computer. She doesn't to get her no, right. No, she. That's and that's a common thing with her. Yeah. She's. Uh, yeah, skeptical she, i get it skepticism is a healthy thing occasionally you know you gotta you totally gotta, you but, know. It, but when you're married to me <laughs> who has technology and has echoes all over the place that that uh uh that all you have to do is tell it what you want and seven times out of ten it, it does the thing that you want it to do she still does a lot of things manually and doesn't yeah. doesn't trust the tech well here's my problem similar issue Kim yeah. controls the thermostat 100% in this yeah. house, but it's an yeah. Echo B automatic, all kinds of auto fun functions, right? Sure. Like yours. It's yeah. a, it can kind of just do its thing. Yeah. Here's the problem. She micromanages it when she, okay, she'll, she's like, well, tonight it's going to be 42 degrees, so I'm going to put that thing at a much lower thing than I would normally 
because then it'll be a nice cold, cool air or whatever. Like it always has a okay. reason why she does it, but she's still also tweaking with it all the time. And I think the whole idea of this thing is set it and forget it. Yeah, I think right? so. Exactly. And if she, you know, if she wanted to be a cool temperature at night while you guys are sleeping, then set it to be a cool temperature. At <laughs> like night. The, yeah. Get into the app and just set like the evening temperatures to be cooler. It's it's sad that these things aren't like TikTok and they learn like, oh, mm-hmm. you do this at this time and you do this and like figure out your Yeah. Do an <laughs> algorithm based on behavior. Algorithm. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Here's yes. the other thing too. Like uh in the summer. I'm calling her out a little bit on this. In the <laughs> summer, uh, she she's like, well, I'm going to have it at 80. I'm like, honey, why don't you put it at 72? And it's like sure. indoor, proper indoor temperature. She's like, well, I don't want the air conditioner to work so hard. And I said, well, no, it only has to work hard once to get to where it needs to be. And then it maintains. Yeah. So it's right. on and off until it, it's on while it's 72 and it's creeping up. So, oh, we're on now for air conditioning. Okay. Oh, it's 72 again. Okay, we're off for a while until the temperature rises again. Yeah. The same exact thing happens at 80. So if it's 80 degrees, it, you know, if it's 100 degrees outside, as soon as it hits yeah. 80, it's, it'll kick on. Or 81, it'll kick on. And then when it goes yeah. back down to 80, it'll turn off again. Identical behavior. Right. You just set the number where you want it to be. It's not going to work any harder. Unless, I guess, if you started it at 3 o'clock in the afternoon at the hottest point of the day and then said, well, I'm going all the way back to 72, baby. It's currently 90 right. in the house. Well, that's that's the question. If you want it to be... Oh, so never mind. It's going to just take it, itself back down to 80. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Just take okay. it. It'll just sit there and hover. Like, wherever yeah. you put it, it stays yeah. and hovers. The only what's place... Your, it, what's your ideal temperature? 72. Then just set it so that it stays at 72 and it'll, it'll go... Once it hits seventy three, down yeah. to seventy two, and it'll stop. Yeah, and yeah. if you hit, if you put it at eighty, the same behavior. It's exactly the same, except it's hot now in the house. Yeah, that's the only right. difference. I cannot convince her otherwise. <laughs> it doesn't matter what I say about that one. Uh, and look, we've got Kim and I have an amazing marriage. We're happy all the time. No, no infighting. It's all good. But when it comes to that thermostat, boy, do the, does that stereotype hold? Woo, boy. <laughs> except it's usually you know, the dad. So. And she, she's just as Tina's just as bad in the car with it too. Like I have in my Kia Soul, there's a button marked auto. I set it to the temperature I want, and let's say, oh, you know, it's set to to seventy or or sixty nine, seventy one, right around there. Um, it's a little too cold. I'll turn it up one little notch, yeah. and then it'll be seventy one, and it'll be fine, right? Yeah. She's like, up to seventy three, <laughs> then down to sixty seven, then bring up to seventy three. <laughs> I like the sound. Yeah, that's like the, sound the sound that, that makes, makes when she, turning the knob three clicks is Sounds really like freaking F one race. I love it. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, like, uh, uh, oh, and for anyone living in somewhere other than the U.S. and England, um, we don't know what your oh, space shit. points are for this. We're not going to figure it out. Okay? <laughs> yeah, we it's it's uh, we don't know. Uh, yeah, when we uh, say seventy two, you say thirty something. I don't know what you say. Whatever you say, yeah, and as and as we've said before, we'd much rather use your your space points if the whole world agreed on the space points. We'd much rather agree to your space points. Oh yeah, and I know the UK has the freaking Celsius. I get it. I know, but they're weird over there because they just they're like stuck in the middle. They still do miles, yeah, but they'll do some they'll do some metric over here, a little bit of mi- mileage. Uh, 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 what do they call that? What's the old one? The King's uh, version, but we that we do the, inches. Uh, uh, it's called um, you, you, oh, jeez, uni- imperial, imperial. imperial. I was gonna say yeah. unitarian. What the hell did that come from? Yeah, it's unitarian. Uh, non-denominational. Sure. Fantastic. Uh, but anyway, 
So anyway, my point is we love you people, and we're not trying to leave you out by talking Fahrenheit. No, not at all. I'd, like you said, I'd prefer Celsius. Were you talking Kelvin when you were talking the space points? <laughs> you know what? Always when I'm talking Kelvin, I'm talking space points. Okay, and, also, right. and also I'm talking, when I say Microsoft, um, um, Microsoft, uh, uh, what do you call Shit, what are those called? They used to have, I used to call them Microsoft space points. Forgot they were called. Ah, oh, that, yeah, I don't know that. It's gotten away from me. Clippies. They're they're called clippies. Clippies. I have four clippies. Will you trade me one of your Unitarian space points? <laughs> anyway, uh, so there's that. We got one other call, and this one is uh, an ethical question that only we can answer, I think. Um, we've had enough discussions on the show about parking lots. I feel like we have some expertise in the area. Yeah. You know? And I know you're going to have a thought on this, because um, of all the people I know, you're you're a pretty conscientious driver. I spend a lot of time in parking lots, Scott. Uh, yeah, yeah, lots of, t- <laughs> lots of time. <laughs> I'm a very conscientious driver. However, I think every other driver on the road is on drugs. So yeah, that's true. That is the, that is me uh, practicing for when I'm 70. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. everybody's on drugs. It's driving going, going pretty well so far. Pot. I love it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah. here's that uh, call and question. This is a, something that's been bugging me, and maybe it's and it's a little bit of argument between my wife and myself. Uh, I call it. Parking lot etiquette. So you pull into a parking lot and you've hold, got hold on. aisles. Pause it for a second. You, yeah. And we'll have to back up a little bit. He sounds a little bit like young Ron Swanson. Oh, my Lord. He does kind of now. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's now try back that. up a little bit. Let's just back up uh, at yeah. a tiny bit. Here we go. Argument between my wife and myself. Uh, I call it parking lot etiquette he's like a high like a faster speaking ron swanson <laughs> yes exactly little hot like all a little... the parking lot etiquette you have <laughs> yeah it's like uh he's on 1.5 on the podcast player is what he's at that's right yeah exactly all right here we go So you pull into a parking lot and you've got aisles and you've got spaces that you pull into um lately i've seen a lot of people that pull into the space and then they pull through so they're facing out on the opposite side myself i pull in i stop at the side i'm supposed to pull it you know stop there and then when i leave i back out and i pull away my my problem is sometimes i'm going down the aisle and i go to pull in and somebody from the other side is pulling through and then i can do like a bumper to bumper little little nudge um so question to you if you want to take it up as a, as a conversation, um, how should this be settled? Should we just pull in or should we be pulling through? Or maybe even some people back into a spark parking spot. I know it's easier to pull out, but I don't know. It's been bugging me. And uh, when I see people do it, it, it bothers me. So uh, Chuck B 63 on uh, Twitter is who I am. And uh, I'll be listening if you want to talk about it. Thanks. See okay. You. So, oh, this is such a good question. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. We've never talked about it either, which is funny because we talk no, about all inane no. daily life things on the show. But yes, um, exactly, this has never come up. So, give me your give me your hot take, Brian. Where first, do you, how do you first land? and foremost, if you're like our King Supers parking lot has the rows are one way, and um, uh, you know you you th- that's because the spaces are a little bit angled. Mm-hmm. So, in cases like that, even though the angle goes through to the other side. That means if you do the pull through, you have to make a sharper turn to get to to be facing the right way. So okay. right. never, never uh, uh, on the angled parking do you go all the way through. That's okay. bad. All right, I get it. If if a spot is open on the other side, uh, I say pull through. I'm totally fine with the pull through, and then you're you're facing out. I'm not. I don't do the whole back end parking. I don't think. I think the only time I ever do that is if I'm parking up like 
um, Red Rocks, where I know that there's going to be a lot of traffic all at the same time, everybody trying to get out at the same time, then I I will do the back end so that when that row is full of people and somebody's nice enough to let me out, I don't have to like try to navigate backwards to, to get in front of them to go forwards again. I'd much rather pull forward and join the flow of traffic. Sure, sure. Uh, now, <laughs> yeah. as much as I'm a fan of the pull-through, Tina and I had the experience uh, a few months ago going to a Broncos game. We parked at the uh, the light rail parking lot. And uh, and it's, it's full, like the parking lot's full, right? It's like, oh my God, where are we going to find a spot? Finally, I see a spot and I start heading down there. And as I'm turning into it, another car has pulled in to the other side it's a pull it's a two spots you know it's both sides are open they pull in and they're starting to pull through into my side i'm about a quarter of the way in they're like a quarter of the way into the spot on my side but they pulled in on the other side yeah i stared them down and i did (laughs) not budge i made it clear That I was not that I was not gonna back out and go and try and find something else. It's like, nope, if you back out, we both get a spot. If you if I let you pull forward, then I'm out of luck and you're you just have a spot. It's no not cool. So I I stayed put, I did not budge, and he finally maybe after it was like thirty seconds. It seemed like long long thirty seconds though, right? Long long, thirty seconds. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, he realized that I wasn't moving. Yeah. (laughs) he was he was getting no purchase in this in this spot no so he uh finally backed up and i pulled all the way in and then we ended up sitting right next to him on the light rail no and way, I, kinda wanted, I kinda wanted to say hey thanks for i should have said hey thanks for backing up and letting me have that spot i didn't want to uh go driving around looking for more of a spot but i figured just in case he was really ticked off at me and you know sports ball people can get kind of kind of salty yeah so uh, we're just like dogs you ever seen that video of that dog where there's a gate and on one side of the gate is a is a dog going and on the other side of the gate is a dog going and then they pull the gate away and the two dogs just kind of get up next to each other and kind of go tails are wagging yeah everything's fine and then they put the gate up again and they what you just described is one of those i think Kind of, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, totally. Yeah. We're all just creatures of uh, whatever that is. All right, so that's a good, good so example. Are, I think you my... did the right thing, by the way. There, hundred okay. percent. Right. I would have done that. Yep. Um, yep. And it was, it would have been the right thing for him to not force it and try to sit there for thirty seconds. He should have backed out and said me and waved right. and said, "Okay, not this time." Uh, here's the thing. I have done the pull through, but only in one circumstance will I do that, and that's when it's. You're going to the gym early in the morning or you're some weird time of day or you're at a store that gets barely any traffic and the parking lot is sporadically filled at best, like just lots of open slots. You can park anywhere. You don't really have limits. And so if I see that situation and I'm like, well, it's going to be easier for me to pull out if I pull through over here, I'll do that because there aren't cars behind me, in front of me, next to me anywhere. It's just me. I'll do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. But if it's and, a busy and, parking lot, I can't. I don't feel good about that at all. Pulling through. And in the converse, I would. I would have done exactly 
um, what the guy did. If if I pulled into a spot and I saw somebody was coming into it from the right way, I would back up, let him have the spot. We both have a parking spot. Right, right. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll pull through if it's available. If, if there's not other cars, like if there's not a car coming down the aisle towards the spot I just took, I won't I won't do the pull through. But yeah. if, like you say, it's it's relatively empty, nobody's around, I'll pull, we'll do the pull through. Yeah, absolutely. Now, there's a, here's one other thing I won't do that my friend Andrew did every time we went anywhere. By the way, this is yeah. the you-can-eat-rice story guy. This is that Andrew. Sure. Oh, okay, that Andrew. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. He'll be... If he's driving and we go to the mall, which we did a lot back in the day and we were hanging out all the time, um, he, without fail, the mall parking lot would have uh, one-way-only kind of parking. So yeah. yep. you go up the one way. If you don't see anything, you turn around, yep. go around the other one. Angled, exactly. They're all angled yep. to be pulled into. Mm-hmm. Without fail, regardless of day, time, how busy the mall was, yeah, in his fancy Mercedes or whatever the hell he spent too much money on, he absolutely every time went through the wrong way. Every time. Oh, oh. Every time. And I would sit next to him and go, dude, you're going to get, someone's going to finally like pull a shotgun out or something. You're going to piss somebody <laughs> off. And he's like, what are you even talking about? It's all the same. And I'm like, it's not, it's not the no. same. You can't I'd, go I'd this call way. It, I'd call it an unwritten rule of courtesy, but it's written. It's written on, it the, on written. the ground in yeah. the parking lot in white arrows. Yeah, big giant <laughs> arrows. Some of them freshly painted. You can't avoid them, they say. And when they're pointing yeah. at you, that's not them saying, hey, you, come in here. They're No, they're saying, don't that's come right. this way. <laughs> right. yep. It's so dumb, dude. I, I did, and, yep. and after a while, I'm pretty sure he just did it to annoy me, honestly. I felt like because yeah. he always wanted to drive. He's like, oh, let me drive. I'm like, okay, fine. And then we get close to the mall. I'm like, you're going to do it again. You're going to do it again. And then he'd pull in. I go, dude, you're doing it again. He's like, oh, come on. It's fine. Look at this parking spot. We got a really good one right up next to the thing. (laughs) So playing into the stereotype, do you think he did that because he was in a Mercedes? Like if he was in a Ford Focus, would he? I know you you think. Oh, no, you had a Fiesta, didn't you? I had a. Well, back then I had a. What did I have then? No, I had a Honda Civic then. Um, I think. Yeah. It's a fine. It's a respectable car. But in his case. Was he doing it because of that? There's a part of me, let's call it a percentage point of 62% chance that, yes, he was doing that because he was in his Mercedes. I mean, it could also be like less that he did it because he had a Mercedes, but he had the Mercedes and did that because he was that kind of guy. Yeah. Like it's a, instead, of, instead of it branching off the decision tree from the he has a Mercedes, therefore he does this, take it back one level to he is this type of person, therefore two branching aspects. Yep. I have a Mercedes and I drive yep. the wrong way. Yep. No, that's, I, t- I can't argue with that. That's actually true. <laughs> and the thing is, I, you know, I love Andrew. If he's listening, you're the best. Of course. But, uh, of course. Friends for life. But he... He would do stuff like this. He's the kind of guy that would get in an HOV lane with his pregnant wife so that if he got pulled over, he could claim there were three people <laughs> three, in the car, or, in the car. Or, or whatever it is. But, you know, just think yeah. of a thing like that. And he would come up with like a plan to, sure. to get it done and then smile the whole time he's doing it. So just the kind of guy he was. <laughs> anyway, but we both, had, we both had an undying love of electronic music. So uh, that's what brought us together, even oh, though we drove very deal. differently. Anyway. Uh, well, thanks for the calls, guys. We love these. 801 471 Keep these coming. That phone number is always there for you if you want to leave us a voicemail. We've got a couple more uh, queued up for tomorrow. And cool. uh, love hearing from you that way. So keep those coming. I love it. It's like a call now, but it's not now. It's call then, and we'll answer now. Yeah. It's call. Yeah. It's uh, uh, it's You call now, but we won't answer now. 
That's right. We'll answer an R now, but you call now. What did, what did we call it when we started using TiVos and then streaming came? We had a word for this. It was um, uh, time shifted. Yeah, we have. T- we like your time shifted call now is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, I like it a lot. Anyway, but don't call now because I'm not answering that phone. Uh, but I do want you to do this. We're about to play a game with Brian Dunaway. And when we do, if yeah. you want to be involved, you need to ping me on Discord. If you haven't already friended me there, it's Frog Pants. Uh, and then the number 1277, or uh, you have to put the pound sign in there, pound sign 1277. Um, but if you have already done it and you know who you are, put your uh, put, send me a little <laughs> ping. doesn't matter what text you send me, just a little DM on sure. Discord, and it can be whatever. I'm going to take today the third person. All right? I will both speak to you in the third person, and I will take the third person. <laughs> Uh, whoever pings us third uh, will be in today's Scott, event. Scott is wanting you to play. Yeah. Is what you would say. Yes. I would. Yes, I want you to play. Yes, uh, but I want. <laughs> third person. Yeah. She said as she walked uh, to the thing. Anyway, oh Dunaway, I called Dunaway and then he immediately hung up. Oh, there he is. All right, yeah. hold on. Let's do. Uh, let's do his music. Hey, Brian Dunaway. Welcome to Babel Royale slash Tad Pooley Feud. What are you doing? How are you? How are you? Oh, hey, Scott and Brian. What are you guys doing? Oh, you know. You know, just just chatting. Just uh, <laughs> hanging out, chatting about parking lots of just tattoos. Chatting. Yeah. Would you, do, you, do you pull through, Mr. South Carolina uh, driver man? Do you pull through when, <clears> uh, <throat> you know, when you're getting a parking Let space? me tell you my least favorite place in the world to drive. Yeah. Parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's I that. had a feeling. <laughs> I yeah. had a feeling. Do you I were pull not through? I, I very rarely pull through, but if I have to, I will. Um, people around, I don't know how it is where you live, but uh, when it comes to parking lots, people seem to think that it's Mad Max time. Mm. Ah, no and, kidding. Uh, it is an every man for themselves yeah. kind of situation. It yeah, really so, is. Yeah. Mad Max it's like, time. this isn't the regular road. I can do whatever I want. No rules yeah. apply here. Yeah, not to you. Not to you. That's right. Yeah. Uh, That's right. Like if, if you're coming, we'll... if you're coming, if you're coming through the parking lot going fifty, which I don't know why you are, but you <laughs> are for some reason. Yeah. And I'm at a dead standstill, and I can't see anything mm. because I'm a person who is backing out of a parking spot, and I uh-huh. can't see nothing. Or yeah. if I'm pulling forward because everybody around me drives SUVs, I have a normal sized car, yeah. and everybody else has got like <laughs> big monster truck cars, yeah. so I can't see around them. So I'm going like three miles per hour. I can't see. You have a straight lane shot. You can see everything. But then you get mad at me when I try to creep out a little bit and lay on the horn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah. I can't see yet. Yeah. How about you not be an ass <laughs> yeah. and just go, oh, hello, third person. Come through. Yeah, but I think we've, <laughs> yeah. poked, the, we've, uh, we've poked the bear. We poked we the have. bear. We have. I think we right, found the bear. Achilles yeah. uh, oh heel. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know you were. Well, I get so mad in parking lots. I didn't know your yeah. kryptonite was uh, involved in parking. They That's pay, pay paradise and they, and they put in a parking lot and I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Well, let's find out what else they pay paradise with. One, Tilizarel. Uh Tally, welcome uh, to the show. Tally. You were number three today. Oh, how, Tally. Do you, how do you feel being number three? Hello? Oh, hi. Three is weird. Three is weird. Three is fantastic. I don't know, man. Three, everything's better in threes. You you jump on um, Bowser three times. Uh, That's how you get him. Zelda does this, or uh, Link does this all the time with Ganondorf or Ganon or whoever he's fighting, you know. But it's also a crowd, I've heard. Well, but it can be company if you're the show that preceded the crowd. That's Mm -hmm. right. And then Mm -hmm. the landlord Mm -hmm. will think you're up to Mm -hmm. something all the time. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) 
Boy, he really he's, he's not wrong. That pastel shirt says so. That's right. It's a flowery shirt, isn't it? Well, I'm glad you're here. Uh, you, mine? you, mine is a, mine yeah. is a, oh, it's yeah. a sentinel. It's a it's a, it's a pink sentinel pink a, sentinel with a hot Psylocke next to it saying "Mutant Beach Party." Are the are they traditionally yes. pink in the comics? They are, right? Kind of. Pink. It's like it's like uh, it's that kind of Jack Kirby. Purpley pink, mm. yeah, yeah, with yeah. that with that cool uh, cloud business he would put behind I've him got, and stuff. I've got one over there. I don't have one super handy, but over I've got there. one right Wait, there. You I have a figure, have. like a little fig unit? Oh, no, not little. It's a big. It's a big ass sentinel. Ooh, I want. A oh my! Oh, I want here. a man size or even like a child size uh, uh, sentinel. That <laughs> yeah, I'll bring. You know, I'll tell you what. Uh, during the song break, I'll grab it and show it to you over oh. uh, on the video here. Okay, oh, this uh, is. Yeah. Mm. The stuff I collect Riveting. from now on, I want them to be large versions. So if I get any more action figures, they got to be that big. That's what I want. Sure. Yeah, yeah makes sense. Screw right. these little ones. Cool. Nobody wants that. What? Pray tell is an ass sentinel. <laughs> an ass sentinel? Yeah. Ass sentinel? That's yeah, a guy keeping uh, uh, track of your ass. You know? That's right. It's uh, uh, Instead of X-Men, it hunts ass men. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Kramers. Yeah. Okay. Hunting Kramers all day let long. Me ask, let me ask me and you a question. Please. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, uh, Brian Ibbett, why don't you explain these rules so that uh, both Tally and the listening audience knows what's going on here? Sure. Ooh, I've got a little bishop down there. Hey, it's time to play the Tadpooly feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian will have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Now, Tally, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian, and if your team wins, you will get a prize package that includes Backbone, not the uh, device, but a game called Backbone, and Toem, T-O-E-M, Toem. Oh, Toem. Poem's good. Tomei. Yeah. Um, make sure that's the one I'm thinking it is. It's a okay. really cool game that I uh, have in my library. Tomei. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's weird. It's do you cool. write poems with Mr. T? Is that what Toem is? <laughs> I do. Uh, my memory is this is... This reviewed pretty well, too. Let me just make sure this is what I think it is. Yeah, this got a like a 8 or 9 on IGN. It's a good game. It's very wow. cool. Yeah. Cool. Kind of right. retro and weird. I like it a lot. Well, Tally, those can be yours, but to do that, we have to get you on a side, and to figure out whose side you're going to be on, we have to get the game started. So, let's get the game started. Uh, Put your hands on your buzzers. We asked 511 Tadpoolers the following question, and one of them didn't even pass. They just put a hyphen. They just put a little dash as their answer. Like, I'm not too lazy to even type the word pass. I'm just going to go... And move on to the next question. We're calling whoever that is hyphen from now on. Lame. Exactly. Hyphen. Uh, The good news is that everybody else, 510 people, had an answer for this, and uh, it's a good one. Now, before I even tell you the question, I'm going to preface this as as I do from time to time with, it doesn't matter how accurate the answers are. It matters what the temple said. Okay. Okay. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 All right. Put your hands on your buzzards and... Give me your answer to this. Name a movie franchise that has between five and ten installments. Scott. Uh, Star Wars. All right. Did the tadpool say Star Wars? Yeah, they did. It was the number one answer. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. uh, Now, if you count just the Skywalker saga and you don't count... uh, Clone Wars and Solo as part of the Skywalker saga, which I guess you don't have to. Then, oh, no. then it's uh, nine movies. But, yeah, nine uh, total yeah. movies, which is still between five and ten, right? 
It's still between five and ten. Yeah, but once you throw, that's what I'm saying. It's still still in that sweet spot. But if you include Rogue One and uh, and everything like Skywalker oh, Saga, Solo, Rogue saying. One, and Clone Wars, then it's twelve. Okay. Don't forget the Ewoks. I appreciate. Oh yeah, don't forget Ewok Christmas special. Oh, I actually yeah. appreciate the um, uh, or sorry, Life Day special. I appreciate Life the day. clarification because this is going to determine a lot of what we do here, Tally. So uh, this is good. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, number one, that means you automatically get Tally. She will help you with answers. All right, Tally. Uh, I'm, I'm putting my faith in you. <laughs> yeah, Life Day, by the way, was Wookiee's caravan. Oh, was it Wookiee's? Shit. Yes. Let's get those mixed yeah. up. They're both bad. <laughs> they are both bad. But what was the what was the Ewok one? That was for it was just it was Caravan of Courage. It was uh it was not a Christmas special. It was just a made for TV movie starring the Ewoks. Okay, their cartoon was real bad. I remember that. Yeah, I also didn't count TV movies and any of this stuff. So oh, good. All right, no, that actually helps. Tally, anything jumping out in your head? Well, uh, Brian is like RuPaul, where if the host tells you something, you pay attention to it. <laughs> oh. I thought you so, meant. I thought you meant he uh, is a drag queen, but I, I'm now again. <laughs> well, I'm not allowed to talk about that. Oh, I do frequently tell Scott well, that he better work be it. Both true. Yeah. yeah, both could be true. Brian can do whatever he wants in his parking That's lot. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? The library but is open. Yeah. There are more than ten. Yeah. Well, and reading is fundamental. Sure. Um, <laughs> but there are more than ten. But I have a feeling that Tadpole did say Star Trek because after Nemesis, it was. Oh. Uh, Oh, good point. They and I'll bet, you're, I'll bet you're right. Yeah, well, well, after Nemesis, they rebooted it. So if you could say it's Star Trek, the non-Kelvin timeline. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and uh, okay, it's always an opportunity when someone brings up Nemesis for me to mention that I really like Nemesis and it's overlooked. People should watch Nemesis. It's fantastic. Uh, all right. So, yeah, we'll go Star Trek. Let's do Star that Trek. One? All right. Yeah. Okay. Show me Star Trek. Number five, yeah. Uh, Tally, you got it exactly right. Six original series movies, four TNG movies, and then four Kelvin. So if you just count TOS and TNG, you've got ten. Wait, four Kelvin? Four Kelvin. Four Kelvin. Uh, Hold on, you got... No, I thought there were only three. Only three? Uh, Why did it come up? Let me... me, Because now it does feel like that's right. She's right. right. It's like Into Darkness. The first one, Into Darkness, and then the one with the cool lady. Star Trek Beyond. Yeah, which Um, is the best one, by the way, and I'll die with those words in my mouth. I love that one. Hold on. I want to make sure I eat this. (laughs) Why did it come up? That's really weird. Why did it come up as... uh, Is there something in development? Well, there is one. Star Trek Four. yeah, uh, to be announced, TBA. Yeah. I glanced glanced and I counted four, but yeah, Into Darkness, Beyond, and then... Star Trek Four. I'm sneaky feeling that thing's never going to happen, but but I think right now oh. it's still on the on tap, so it counts. That's pretty sneaky, sis. Uh, yeah. okay. I like. So, uh, anyway. How do you feel like? How do you feel about James Bond? Tally, is that all right to say? But are there more than ten? There are, but uh, ta- again, Tadpole, right? Like Tadpool, th- you know what is their brain? I don't telling even us? think that Tadpole is that weird. <sighs> do you oh, think they I guess I should a- shut up. Paid attention to the numbers, though. You know what I mean? Like. Do I- it. I'm just going you know off what? that, Brian. Yeah, let's I'm just say it. All right, let's do it, Bond. Okay. All right, saying Bond, James yeah. Bond. Yeah. Show Bond. me how shaken and stirred the tadpole is. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. 25 movies if you don't count Never Say Never Again, which you should never count, <laughs> and the original uh, David Niven Casino Royale. Man, I want to know how all these people did on their SATs in the math portion. I know. Yes, exactly. It's amazing. Oh, thank God. Movies is probably not is a right between, Yeah, 16 people thought that there were between five and ten james bond films all right well that helps inform us a little bit i think um 
Anything jump in there, Tally? I don't know. Oh, um, um, Fast and Furious. Oh yeah, shit, duh. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Oh yeah, okay. shit, duh. That's my favorite line of shit, the day. Duh. Oh yeah, shit, shit, duh. shit, duh. Yeah, let's Beats do it. Family. All right, show me the Fast and the Furious. Number yep, two. exactly ten films until Fast and Killing Furious it. Eleven comes out. What's so. that one called anyway? The new one. Eleven. Uh, Eleven. Yeah, <laughs> well, you told so much at the beginning uh, of this, didn't you? It's Fast it, and Furious mm-hmm. with uh, two eyes, two capital eyes in the middle of Furious. Fantastic. So that people, yeah, yeah. So. That's what I love when they do that. Like for three, yes. or f- when fear was th- f- three, for three year, that's the best. Fear three. <laughs> for there. Um, all right. So, oh, geez. So seven. Then. <laughs> uh, how do we feel about? Uh, I wonder if people would have lumped Lord of the Rings and the Hobbits shit together or not. I mean, that gives you six. Just barely over five. Is that bad? Is that a bad idea? I don't know. Um, I think it is a bad idea, but YOLO, go with it. All right, YOLO. You only live <laughs> once. Let's do it. Woo! All right, show me the Middle Earth uh, septology. Sex- sextology. Yeah, number four. <laughs> Ah, uh, none of these feel yeah. right, but they're all working. This is great. That one, that one, I feel pretty good about. I mean, you know, the the six films, the three, two trilogies. Uh, I'm fine with that. Yeah. yeah, it fits. It's just, it's just, well, whatever. Those those sure. Hobbit movies are so bad. Sure. Um. Okay. Oh, I shouldn't say that. They're not that bad, but they're not Lord of the Rings level. That's all I mean. Uh. Right. Let's uh. Let's go with Tally here. Anything uh, that I'm not thinking of here. My brain just what went about, dead. I'm thinking of horror franchises. Oh, that's like, a good idea. We like we have horror. Green comes to mind. There's Friday the Thirteenth. I don't want to get. Oh, wait, I'm giving Dunaway. Yeah, answers. don't give him. Sh- don't give keep, him shit. Keep rolling them out, man. Yeah. I'm writing them down fast as I can. Let's Friday Thirteenth. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> down. I like. You know what? I feel like uh, Friday the Thirteenth probably a strong contender though. Because yeah, know. yeah. Let's go with. Let's that do one. that. Friday the Thirteenth, okay. Brian. All right, Friday the Thirteenth. Let's see it. Oh, oh man. technically 12 Friday the 13th movies. And even the tadpole knows that. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. Not that that stopped. Right. Not that that stopped uh, anybody before him from making it in the top 10. But yeah, there's uh, there's 12. And uh, uh, Monica, even like in her, that was her response to the, the feud survey. Mm. And she made sure to put mm-hmm. Friday the 13th. This is wicked, by the way. Oh. <laughs> Like we wouldn't have been able to tell. Well, then the yeah. the host of Gore should know. There's twelve Friday the Thirteenth movies. Is it? Is there something weird that's getting counted there? Like was New Nightmare you know, in canon or no? Because that was kind oh, of. I mean, a, literally, they say they you know. It's, oh no! You know what? I'll uh, tell new, you, the New Nightmare is not part of the Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, I mean, there's fa- so. there's Jason X. I mean, that's ten. So yeah. you, if you if you think there's any more Jason movies, there's definitely more than ten. Well, Freddy also I don't think the nightmare, the one that's new with uh, not newish 2010 or whatever with Haley, not Haley Joel Osment, the other guy with three names, um, <laughs> Jack Earl Haley. Jack Earl Haley. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, I don't think you, you can still, count that. Still thinking that's part of the uh, the the Jason where he's. Uh, set of movies. Oh, franchise? you're saying Friday the 13th. I keep thinking we're talking about Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> I keep Nightmare on Elm Street never left So no, head. definitely not counting New Nightmare as part of the Friday the 13th franchise. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm mixing films here. Uh, all right. Well, then, Brian. So now it's over to uh, Brian. Yeah. Brian, 
Got what, some guesses? What do you think? I don't know the tadpole at all anymore, but I do know that if I was to say something stupid, I would say uh, the <laughs> Terminator series. <laughs> that is stupid. Right. Make sure it's an Ari on there. That is yeah. stupid, but I like it. That's not stupid okay. at all. Termi- all right. Terminators. Terminator. Sure. Sure. Uh, show me Terminator. Come on. Well, no, there's only um, what? Uh, four? Four. Was there a fifth Terminator? There was no, only... there was. Yeah, there was a fifth yeah, Terminator. The one that brought back. Uh, yeah. Right. Linda Hamilton came back for it. So yeah. That's a, that's a good. That is a good. Uh, uh, that was my bad. I was going anyway, with factual instead of 19, the 19th place. Uh, by the way, 19th place in the list. So people did say Terminator. I should have enough of them. I should have right. just said Dash. Dang it. All right. What <laughs> you should have said Dash. You know, at least what one person said What that. if we said, uh, so I'm, hmm. Hold on. One, two, three, four. I don't think anyone picked it. Uh, I'm gonna uh, gonna suggest Alien or Aliens. Tally? Yeah. Is that crazy? Okay. Yeah. You like that it? Was my, that was my other guess, but yeah, I should have went with Aliens. Probably. All right. Let's do Aliens. Okay. All right. Because you got the Prometheus Show and me. the whatnot. Yeah. Sorry. Sure. Show me Alien. Ooh. Yeah. Of course. Alien. It, it definitely fits uh, in there. Yeah. Eight films if you count uh, the versus Predator mm-hmm. films as well as Prometheus and Covenant. Yeah, and I can't wait for but David. You don't have to. Is David still you happening? Don't even have to. I yeah. hope David's still happening. I want to see that. I want to see that, that sewn points. up. Oh yeah, because I like those last two. I know people are twisted on that, but I thought Prometheus and uh, Covenant were rad. Yep. And uh, with that, by the way, that that locks in the win for uh, Tally. So she's going to oh, get those prizes. Come on. Even Listen. if Brian gets all four of the remaining answers, and that means Scott has to lose this one. Then uh, this one. Listen, Jun- still- Dunaway. It's important. If she wins, you just walk away. All right. You walk away. <laughs> Leave the <laughs> gang. <laughs> There's still four answers on the board. What the time? I'm, pu- I'm actually pulling for Tally. Thank you very much. I know you are. Yeah. You always Go, do. You always do. Um, I was gonna say uh, uh, Indiana Jones because I think people might have said it, mm-hmm. even though the fifth is not quite mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Since the fifth is uh, on the on the bubble. Yeah, to be it's released. in yeah. it's in final production. So I have a feeling that's happening sooner. Or, you know, because it's happening, sure. people will put it in their head. So, yeah, absolutely. Know. All right, let's go with it. Uh, show me Indiana oh, well, Jones. I had no choice in that whatsoever, did well, I? Because you've yeah, already you did won. Not tell you. Do you want to win or not? Yeah, you want to win. No, she's already won. She's <laughs> yeah, got, yeah, go for it. She's already won. She's okay. got this, yeah. <laughs> show me Indiana Jones. Ah, oh, boo. Uh, that, people did say that one, though, and that one was uh, 24th in the list. Okay. All right. So even if the fifth one is good, people are still only going to say that there's four Indiana Jones movies. <laughs> yeah, because right. the fourth, forget that evening. Oh my gosh, so bad. Yeah. All right, three answers or four answers left on the board, Brian. What do you got? Since since I since I am uh, going to lose anyway, I might as well take my loser's walk and uh, go with um, Police Academy. Police, Police Academy. Police Academy. Yes. Okay. Yep. All right. Let's see if it's on there. Show me those citizens on patrol. <laughs> oh eight. my God, it's up there. Yeah. It's hilarious. Uh, I didn't seven, think it was any way to hell. Yeah. Seven films, uh, <laughs> one through six, and then Mission to Moscow, the unnumbered. Uh, you know, even as a kid, even as a very young person watching those those movies, I could, yeah. I could tell even then, they went from the first one where Brassard <laughs> is getting a beach behind the freaking... Podium. podium 
<laughs> to the next one and all the rest of them they were like kids movies it was so weird yes yeah yeah so disjointed sure. it's like oh here's here's animal house and then here's animal house junior it was the funkiest bunch of sequels <laughs> and who who could have predicted that the absence of uh, steve gutenberg would send that movie series <laughs> down a down a dark dark hole yeah the darkest of holes the darkest of holes all right tally uh you want to uh oh wait brian you're still yeah, going since, sorry since i got it tally why don't yeah. you go ahead and guess one no, um, it's your- <laughs> <laughs> all right go ahead i'm forgetting what you scratched out on now oh shoot oh yeah you, you didn't say attention. it you got I like seven you got like seven minutes i was paying attention so you know. but I've, I've been going through things in my head and i've totally combobulated them we did we say Rocky? Did you guys say Rocky? Probably you said Rocky. We didn't I'm going say with Rocky. We didn't say Rocky. No. All right. All right. Show me Rocky. Yeah. yeah. One. If you yes. count, uh, if you count the Creed films, which you which you should, uh, and the upcoming right. one coming out this this uh, summer, uh, nine total Rocky films. Do not sleep on those Creed movies. They're good. Yeah. They're very mm-hmm. good. I, I don't know. People probably I don't know, they did well enough. They're making a third one, but. I feel like people might be like, hey, I don't want to see some weird Rocky spinoff. Oh, no, they're good. They're really good. Yeah. I want Tally to win because I made it happy happen. So I'm going to go with... Uh, I didn't say Harry Potter. Harry Potter. All right. Harry Potter. Harry Peter. Did you just say Harry, Harry. Potter? Yeah. Harry. Right. Harry's I'm Peter. Telling, I'm not telling you if somebody said that or not. No one said Harry's Peter. All right. Harry's Show Peter. me you're a wizard, Harry. Number three on the list, yeah. Just if you go with just the actual Harry Potter films, eight. Yeah, not you include the... the Fantastic Beast stuff, then there's uh, what eleven? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Right. Someone someone likes those Beast movies. I did not enjoy them. I slept. That's you know I'm not going to sleep through Creed, but I slept through uh, the both of uh, Grund- uh, the, the Fantastic Beasts and then the Trial of Grendelberg. I love that you did that. You went to the first. You went to the first one and you went. Oh, I fell asleep. Maybe the second one. I'll I'll prove through it. And be, and no, <laughs> right. Nope. Fell asleep again. Nope. Totally fell asleep. I even saw that. I did that one for Tina because I really did not care about the uh, Fantastic Beasts. No, I like that Eddie Redmayne, but well, Fantastic well, Beasts. You, and you, where to, where to take a good nap? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you yeah. think about old Cutfoot? What'd you think about that guy who did the uh, did did the Nakatomi Towers? We think about that Die Hard series. We oh, think about Die Hard, old Cutfoot, old Cutfoot McLean. Yep, <laughs> fists with his toes, McLean. I love it. Is that your guess? Yeah, of course. All right, it's, okay. it's, it's number seven. It's Die Hard. Boom! Sure, I just want sure. it for you, Tally. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if it is. Show me Die Hard. <laughs> oh, oh, no, Die Hard man. was uh, tied for tenth place. I just bumped it off the list. I didn't. I decided not to do oh. the Alien slash Die Hard. And if you got either one, you'd get the points. But yeah, uh, yeah, five Great films idea. for Die Hard. So fully. Funny fully, thing with yeah. Die Hard is the longer that franchise goes, the more it actually proves the title. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's right. a good point. It's very hard for this to franchise to die. Yes. I'm pretty sure they're done unless they reboot it with different actors and stuff. I don't think they're going to do any more. Uh, <laughs> oh, it totally is. Uh, Wabbit Magic. Yeah, Police Academy is misspelled in the uh, in the list here. Oh, how's it spelled? A little, yeah, little, it is. Please, it, with a, an a. Academy. 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 <laughs> Let me tell you a little inside baseball. So when I sort the sheets. I usually fix the if if there's a misspelling, I fix it on the first one that comes up alpha, alphabetically, right? Mm-hmm. I did Makes not sense. see that right, Police right. Academy 
That Which would have hilarious. come first before the accurately spelled ones, and then I just copy that one and That's paste hilarious. all the Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, all right, Tally, it's back to us for this final deal. Yeah, what is that last one? What could it be? It feels elusive. Like, uh, and direct to DVD doesn't count. I'm going to just assume does not count. Does not count. All I mean, right. it does. I mean, really, what counts is what the the, tad- the tad- tadpole will, didn't say it. Yeah, I will tell you that uh, the number seven film. Uh, it has six releases and uh, uh, none of which are direct to DVD. Oh, that takes, I was thinking Tremors, but right I think there. that takes Tremors out of the running. Yeah. Because Tremors has a lot of direct to DVD stuff. Well, isn't it the sixth scream that's coming out? Oh, shit. Tally's right. Six, six, six scream. Scream. It's scream. <laughs> Show me. Oh, that's scream. a good one. Oh, oh. Scream, uh, let's see, Scream, I mean, if we're counting what's coming out, then uh, there's another movie for, for our number seven, and then a follow-up movie, because it's a two-parter coming out the next year. So 2023 and 2024, we'll see a sixth and seventh in this series. Uh, Scream came in at number, oh, wow, nobody said Scream. Kind of surprised about that, actually. That I am wow. as well. Yeah. Shocked yeah. by that. All right, Dunaway, yeah. take it home. Okay, so I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of fantasy and sci-fi and stuff in here. So I'm gonna say we really haven't visited any of our superhero friends. However, I'm gonna let Tally help us out here with either I'm either gonna say incorrectly the Avengers, uh, or uh, uh, Spider-Man, or um, uh, the X-Men. What do, what do you think, Tally? I'm going to let you pick from one of those three. What do you, what do you think? Because you're picking one of those. Which would you say, even if you think they're all wrong? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think they're all wrong. Um, <laughs> perfect. Uh, so, give me one of your answers so I can embarrass you and do my lap. Go, go ahead. Just say Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Let's say Spider-Man, Tally. Why John, not? Tally hard Why not? Because if you go Spider-Man, then you've got, you know, just Spider-Man. It's factual. You've got seven That's films, right? right? You've Into got the, the, yeah, you got, yeah. the three Sam Raimi, the three uh, Disneyfied, and then the Into the Spider-Verse. Yep. Into the Spider-Verse. Yep. Yeah, right. that's correct. All right. Show me the Spider-Man. Go. Oh, damn. All right. I got to know what seven like is. It's going to drive me crazy. The Tadpool is always hung up on the Avengers when we have these stupid things. I just feel like they would have said something like, that. "Oh, yeah, chat, you know like, what? My closest someone in the, the chat Avengers? said impossible or Mission Impossible, and if that's going to be it, I'm going to be so irritated no, with myself." No, that's good too. Yeah, Mission uh, Impossible. That's a good one. Prepare to be oh. irritated, Scott. Number seven ah, is indeed it. Mission Impossible. Yeah, uh, six <laughs> six uh, films, and then uh, the two parter. One comes out 2023, and part two comes out 2024. Oh, I should have seen that as a, the hint you meant it to be, and I didn't see it. That's all right. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. Uh, people, the ones that Brian, that none of the ones that Dunaway suggested were fitting that criteria. So that's why I knew they were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you listened more than we did to what Brian right. said. Yeah. It's like RuPaul. Uh, you listen to RuPaul when RuPaul tells you something. That's right. That's right. right. Brian, are you our new uh, RuPaul? Right. Oh, that's fine. I'll take it. Okay. Uh, a lot of people still said things like uh, some other good ones in the list. Jurassic Park yeah. is a good one. Lots yeah. of yeah. films in that series. Yeah. Uh, people, uh, eight people did say the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which has more films than James okay. Bond. 30 mm-hmm. before you yeah. count Quantumania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Halloween, yeah. Planet of the Apes, uh, oh, Pirates of the Caribbean, one. Terminator, Land oh, Before that's Time. That's the one I forgot earlier. Is oh, Pirates oh, of the Caribbean. See, yeah. Land Before yeah. Time's a bunch of, well, it wasn't on the list, so it doesn't matter, but it was. that's a bunch of bunch direct of direct to home. Direct yeah. to home video. Yeah. Saw, uh, Superman, Transformers, Rambo, uh, uh, Batman. Boy, I don't know how you count 
Like, I guess you just count the Tim Burton into the Schumacher. Uh, no, that's the not even enough. The Tim it? Burton that... into the Schumacher. No, because that's only four. That's still just four. Yeah. So how unless, you... unless you just stack all the Batman and say it's one franchise. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Child's Play, Final Destination, Predator, oh, Shrek, Underworld, X-Men, American Ninja, American Pie, Bring It On. Children of the Corn. Debbie you know what, you know what I'm learning? <laughs> there's way too many movies with five, five or more in their series. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there really are. Also, yeah. I like the you said Predator Shrek because you were just reading the list, but I want to see a movie <laughs> called Predator Shrek. That'd be awesome. A Predator versus Shrek. Predator yeah. series. Yeah, Predator v Shrek. Yeah, I would watch. I'm that. in. I'm all in. Get out of my swamp. Uh, Get out of my uh, swamp. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, so this is the good news. The good news, everybody. The good news I'm here to spread in the world. Uh, have you heard the good news? Congratulations. <laughs> Your Tally's a winner. winner. That's right. You get these codes. And uh, because both Brian and I have direct access to you via Discord, you'll be having these sent to you immediately. And uh, you'll be able to run off and play these and tell us what you think. Tally, how do you feel about your victory today? I feel pretty good. How do you feel about having a purse to just, you know, close everything out with? Well, let me tell you. It's I, have I ever felt this good? I don't know if I can answer that honestly. Maybe I have. Oh my there gosh, go. that's amazing. Wow. All right, fantastic. Ooh. Uh hey Dunaway, tonight play retro. Last night didn't happen. Tonight mm-hmm. will happen. Uh we had a will little happen. schedule uh glitch on your end, but it's all good. That happened to me last I did, week. I so did. <laughs> So two weeks in a row, we had to your bump fault, it. Brian. But uh, it, was, it, was my, it was my fault. It was my fault. It was my fault the week before. Uh, so we we both have That's right. Some it was fault. and it was both family things. It, it was, was. That was good. And family yeah. takes precedence. Shows we're good family people. That's right. It was both right. stuff with our kids, and uh, we always do stuff for our kids. So anyway, tonight we'll be doing it. All right, tonight. Watch for that. Uh, what time? Three thirty Mountain Time. That's uh, five thirty Eastern. Three thirty Mountain Time. Yep. Right after DTNS. Right? Is that? Is yep. that right? Pretty much rolls right into yep. it, uh, or about a half an Roll hour. Right or so into it. Have. Uh, and another note about uh, that was something I was going to say. Oh, and we're doing the um, uh, we're doing the Wing Commander series. So, oh, cool. yes. If you uh, if you have fond feelings about Wing Commanders of yore, then tonight is your night. Good uh, lord, I did not know how many people were still hung up on Wing Commander, but holy cow, these yeah. people still love this game. Yeah. And I see why. Wing Commander's a big deal, turns out. Uh, So, Brian, that'll be good. I look forward to it. Is there anything else you want to say? My resin printer will be here tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think he was going to have anything real to say, or I wouldn't have cut him off. Dang it. Sorry. No, no. We'll celebrate your resin printer next time, Brian. Exactly. And, Brian, uh, if you're still listening, you know, hit me up when you get your resin printer, because I've got all the, the hints and... You know, telling you how to get things done in there because it's very different. Yeah, Brian. Brian stumbled over all that stuff already. So lean, lean on him when you're not strong. Is Came out how? clean on the other side, except right. not really. I still had to use plastic gloves and wash myself off with alcohol. Oh goodness gracious! Uh, all uh-huh. right, well that's fantastic. Let's get out of here with a uh, not out of here. Let's get let's take a break. Okay, just sure. a break. It's a song break, and when we return, Tom Merritt will be here. Uh, the ever uh, technically inclined Tom Merritt. And of course, recommendals after that. All that coming up after this song from Brian Ibbett. Sure. Well, let's uh, talk about a, a musician named Brian Cristinzio. Cristinzio. But he goes by the name BC Camplight. Uh, he's got a brand new album. It's called The Last Rotation of Earth. It comes out May 12th, courtesy of Bella Union Records. Big thanks to them for uh, sending me this track. Uh, this is the title track. And listen, if you like Flaming Lips, Maybe even a little, they might be giants, kind of cheeky, fun 
sounds to your music, then I think you're going to actually dig this a lot. This is BC Camplight, and the song is The Last Rotation of Earth.
This episode is brought to you by Visit Barbados. And while you might think this is just a podcast, and it is, it's also the escape you've been waiting for. Consider this your gateway to a dreamy, idyllic little island called Barbados, where you'll discover the bluest blues and the warmest people, where every hour is happy hour, and every meal is the best thing you've ever eaten. It's exactly where you want to be. So start making your dream a reality today at visitbarbados.org USA. Salty, even though I've decided to follow Jesus, sometimes life is still tough. Cronyism. Nepotism. Rascalism. The Morning Stream. Get the baby. And we've returned. Hey, Brian, who was that artist and song? Sure. That artist and song uh, in that order is B.C. Camplite and The Last Rotation of Earth. Oh, I feel like we're on that right now. <laughs> Sometimes do, yes. Sometimes feels I didn't, in all that time we had during that whole uh, four-minute, nine-second song, I didn't go get my Sentinel, so I'll have to, oh, you know, shoot. have to show it off another time. You know what? Maybe I'll grab it and we'll use it for the... Uh, for the uh, title card, the or thumbnail. Oh, that's an I like that a lot. Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, you know yeah. what else I like? I like technology, and I like it when it comes out of the mouth of a certain man. With the computer, as with any tool, <laughs> the concept and direction must come from the man. Yeah, that's right. The man I'm talking about is Tom Merritt, who is currently pulling something out of his mouth. What is that? Your phone? Technology. Oh. <laughs> Don't pull tech out of his mouth. See, he's iPhone, he's yeah. our tech sentinel. That's yeah. what he is. Yeah. No, that, was, <laughs> that was pretty good. You need to do an act. Uh, if, if, if you're in Vegas in April, Tom will do a magic act where he pulls technology out of his mouth. Right yeah. In front of Little prop comedy in Vegas. Yeah, look look forward to it. You'll uh, like carrot top. Yeah, yeah. check that one off my bucket list. Ace to carrot top, <laughs> something. Anyway, hey, it's Tom Merritt. Everybody, he comes on the show on Wednesdays, talks about the tech stories that are brewing for that day. And uh, I always love Wednesdays because it's the day I get to be on the Daily Tech News Show. Hey, Tom, uh, I know a few things have went down this week. What are you What are you covering today? Uh, well, if you've been following Daily Tech News Show, as you should have been, uh, you know that there was a little there was a little uh, tit for tat announcement drama between Google and Microsoft. Uh, Baidu and, and Apple kind of were on the fringes of that as well. We covered all that yesterday. Basically, Google announced it was going to have an an, uh, an event live from Paris uh, Wednesday morning, uh, mm-hmm. which they they did this morning. Uh, and then after that, Microsoft announced, well, guess what? We're going to have an event on Tuesday morning, <laughs> which they did. And then immediately after Microsoft announced that, uh, Google said, well, guess what? Here's an AI announcement ahead of both of those announcements uh, and announced that BARD, which is its version of, of ChatGPT, would become available to the public in the coming weeks. So. Microsoft has its big announcement yesterday. Uh, it's about putting chat GPT-like functions into Bing uh, using a, a model that was developed in-house uh, it, at Microsoft using OpenAI's tech. So using chat GPT tech, but they they modified it for Bing. Uh, and it was, it was fairly interesting, uh, you know, what they're going to roll out. They are also rolling it out slowly. Uh, you have to get on a wait list to, to get it. But it's going to do some fun things like uh, be able to summarize search results or you know answer questions. And in Microsoft Edge, 
it will be able to answer questions related to the page you're looking at in the browser. So uh, the example they used was you're, you're looking at earnings reports uh, in a PDF in one page and you say, hey, compare this to another company. And without taking you off that page, it can just give you the answer. You, you don't have to go look at that other page, et cetera. And then you're like, put those in a table for me. All right, export it to you know, PowerPoint for me. Um, so it, it's fairly fun. useful. Yeah. yeah, fairly interesting stuff on the on the consumer end of, uh, of things. Uh, everybody's eyes were then on my on Google today for live from Paris. Uh, and to be honest, they kind of blew their AI announcement on Monday when they were like, oh, Microsoft's coming. Well, here's what we're going to do. Uh, they did a, a demonstration of BARD. Um, it, it, it's fine. <laughs> uh, they, they didn't give us nearly as many details about how they'll integrate BARD into Google at this point. Uh, they did repeat that, you know, they will start this with trusted testers. Uh, and then allow the public uh, limited access in the coming weeks. So we'll, we'll find out more if they stick to that over the next uh, week or so. But one of the more embarrassing things is they put out a GIF to demonstrate uh, BARD. And their big thing to kind of highlight their responsibility is that they're limiting BARD to something they call Nora, which is not my niece, uh, although my niece is named Nora. <laughs> in this case, it stands for No One Right Answer. So you ask it a question, it's going to give you bullet points, it's going to give you options, it's going to say, you know, if you say like, what's the best constellation? It'll be like, well, these three are pretty good. Um, in their GIF demonstrating that, uh, they said, uh, what, uh, well, let me get the question right. What new discoveries from the James Webb Space Telescope can I tell my nine-year-old about? Mm. One of the three responses was, it took the very first picture of a planet outside of our own solar system. Which is wrong. <laughs> that is wrong. That's just wrong info. Yeah, yeah, the first picture of a planet taken outside of the solar system was made in 2004, 17 years before the James Webb Space Telescope launched. <laughs> Google responded by saying, that's why we need trusted testers. Oh. Uh, it was, it's not a good look uh, when you've got Bing showing a lot more features and a lot more details. Although Bing, to be fair, uh, said preemptively this thing is going to get stuff wrong yeah. uh that's why we're not just adding it to bing and launching it for everybody uh they they detailed all their safety procedures uh and said as we go along when you find wrong things you need to tell us about them because that's how the model gets better uh, and that is one of the interesting things about how these large language models work is there's a certain amount of training you can do just on data uh but at a certain point to improve it, you need more data. And they're running up against the fact that they've used all the data <laughs> that exists mm. in the world. Uh, they're having a hard time finding enough data that they have the right to use uh, that they can throw at these things. So the next way you improve them is have people say what was wrong. And, and, and it learns from that. And to really improve fast, you need a lot of people doing that, which means you need to launch it in public uh, for a lot of people to use, which means a lot of people have to come across wrong data, which then is a bad look in the press. Well, let me ask you this. Phil's, uh, is this a fair assumption to say that in relatively recent time, uh, these companies, Microsoft, Google, and many more uh, were inter not introduced, but saw the potential of this technology and there's a little bit of a gold rush happening. It feels like oh, yeah. to me. Like they're all just going, oh crap! Okay, well we we need ours. We, yeah. we need to be the front. We need to be the front end for people for this. Like it can't just be a tool. It's off on the web somewhere. It needs to be Google search. It needs to be Bing search. It needs to be you know up front and center. It just feels like there's a scramble 
for this mm. right now. Um, I, I think search in particular uh, is ripe for disruption by this technology. It will not be the only or even the most important use of these large language models. Uh, but it is the most high profile because if they can get it where it's right more often than searches, because don't forget, search sometimes gives you wrong wrong stuff too. Sure. Uh, it, it will change how we search. We'll, we will go from saying like, oh man, Google just, somebody gamed the SEO and now I'm just getting a bunch of crap. This is not what I was looking for to like, oh yeah, that's exactly what I wanted. Especially the ability when you get something that's a little off to say, oh no, what I meant was, and have sort of a, an appearance of understanding from the tool. That's what Google is deathly afraid of, that people will get that from Bing good enough that they will start using Bing instead of Google. I'm very curious what Meta is going to do, because Meta has very good uh, deep learning. Uh, they have their own large language model. There's some very good scientists on this, uh, and they, they haven't tipped their hand about what, if anything, they are going to do about search. And... I wouldn't be shocked if one of these open source projects out there uh, suddenly becomes the next Google and just and, and causes a startup to launch off the top of it that says, you know what, we're not restricted by being a Microsoft or a Google that can only turn the boat slowly because it has so many interests that it has to protect. It's one of the advantages Microsoft has over Google is that because Bing doesn't have a good big market share, they can move a little faster than Google can. Right. Uh, I, I, I'm curious if we, if we see... If we see Google, uh, the Google of AI search, uh, turn Google and Bing into the Alta Vista and InfoSeek of, of AI search. Of their, of their day, yeah. I would, uh, um, someone in the chat just said it, Matuba said it kind of just nonchalantly, but I would go for a DuckDuck GPT. I would love it if DuckDuck go. Yeah, yeah, right? Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I already like them, prefer them, use them every day. Uh, that'd be nice. Like I, uh, at the end of the day, like this is this is what I do like about all of this is we're finally seeing some rubber to the road um, use case for for AI, especially in this this model of AI. Yeah. And so while everyone's losing their mind about ah oh, AI deep fakes and oh the art they're generating and the artists and this and that, which I've definitely felt you know the sting of in my own way. Uh, this is like a the practicality of this is just right in front of us. Like it's not hard to see it and so mm -hmm. i'm excited kind of for how this will flesh out but there'll be a lot of you, you everybody strap in for some corporate yeehaw because it's about to get a little weird <laughs> whatever I, 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 I feel about this this particular turn of events uh like like i haven't felt in a long time about technology which is ooh, this is getting interesting and the big players are are now uh having to react uh, and you know, when that happened to Microsoft, Apple, HP Compaq, et cetera, in the late 90s and early 2000s, we that's when we got Google and Amazon and later Facebook uh, and Netflix. Uh, the, those all came out of that era. Right. So we are at the very beginning of that era. And the next wave of those kinds of companies may exist right now. And we just don't realize they're going to be that next company because they're they're still getting started. Uh, or they may be yet to be started. But this this feels like we're finally, everybody's been saying like, why aren't we getting anything new in tech? Uh, this is one of those new things you're getting in tech finally. Yep. Well, more about that today on the Daily Tech News Show. I'll be there. I'm also going to do a summary judgment, if you will, on all Whoa. things Game Pass, the subscription. I'll get the gavel. <laughs> uh, it's going to be it's going to be fun to talk about that because it's all in preparation for another cool thing we're doing later this week. So if you want to find out about all of that, uh, tune into the Daily Tech News Show today 
and get those hot deets. Tom, anything else uh, going on? Yeah, you'd like yeah. To say? yeah get, get Scott's uh, judgment on Xbox Game Pass and Daily Tech News Show. Then we're going to have a gaming roundtable uh, that Scott's going to lead for us. Thank you for doing that. Uh, sure. Later in the week uh, on Daily oh, Tech News cool. Show. So that is all. DailyTechNewsShow.com. I have Max Scoville, Trish Hirschberger, Scott Johnson all getting together later this week. Going to be great. Can't wait. Tom Merritt, everybody. He is Ace Detect on Twitter for as long as it lasts. Tom, we'll see you next time. I'm a little poopy on Twitter right now. Mm. Uh, all right. That was great. Okay. That was. AI search, baby. It's happening. Uh, yeah. Now whether I you need like to, it or not. Yeah, whether you <laughs> like it or not, many of you don't. Yep. Uh, but uh, this is actually. AI search I like. AI um, writing weird chat scripts and things like that i <laughs> not, not your not your favorite me neither not my favorite yet yeah, yeah not really into it either um or creating right. uh, racist seinfeld episodes <laughs> man that thing ruined it was such a cool stupid thing what a got great ruined. idea they're just like oh boy that went bad ah, bum me out <laughs> bum me out hard all right anyway yeah. check this out music means it means it's time for recommendals we take stuff we've seen on streaming services and uh we recommend them sometimes sometimes we tell you to steer clear but that's usually the exception to the rule uh on the line with us right now we have nicole spag hi nicole hi hello hello welcome back and randy jordan good morning morning stream how are you good you are you good as well oh good yes uh today's uh the order today is a little mixed up because we've uh i like doing it that way but also uh randy's got a thing so we're gonna make sure you get your thing in before your thing happens you know what i mean you know what i'm saying about your thing you know what i mean i'm gonna (laughs) drop you unceremoniously in about 10 minutes yeah (laughs) boom whether he's mid-sentence or not that's right uh, so we're going to start with Brian, who's always usually pretty brief anyway, uh, so that you yeah. have time. And uh, Brian, as usual, do you have set up for this clip? I do. It's very, I'm going to be very quick about it. It's a series. It's uh, just wrapped up its first season. It's getting renewed for a second season, and uh, people may recognize it from this clip. Ooh, all right. Here we go. I told my editor I was meeting with the uh, most dangerous man in the world. Gave him two choices. He came back with Bezos Putin. He thinks I'm in Praskovayevka. You've grown old, Daniel. Yeah, well, mortality beats a heavy drum. I wasn't sure you've remembered me. Your book makes no mention of our prior meeting. Mention vampires in one of those readers tend to call bullshit. You've had some health concerns of late. Whole planet's having a moment, I'd say. You have Parkinson's disease, Daniel. Yeah. And you've got your own hangar at the airport, privileges on the Royal Maidan Bridge, and zero presence online. Have I hit a nerve? What does it cost this having aged in half a century, killer views in all directions, anonymity? Quite a lot. And here's another question. That's the sun out there. Where's your coffin? You're standing in it. I have no idea. That is uh, the brand new series based on Anne Rice's novels and much more closely based on Anne Rice's novels. Interview with the Vampire Uh, uh, series on AMC, AMC Plus. Listen, people, I've given you a lot of reasons to uh, subscribe to AMC Plus for a month. Uh, You can fill your time with a bunch of stuff that doesn't have anything to do with zombies, like Gangs of London, which I highly recommend, Uh, Dark Winds, which is fantastic, Duel, a movie with um, 
uh, what's her, the companion from Doctor Who and uh, Interview with the Vampire. Um, I have not watched the sequel series yet, which is Mayfair Witches, which stars that Alexandria Daddario. Daddario. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, but but I can tell you that Interview with the Vampire is excellent. It's really really well done and is a slow a slow burn. Um, compared to how much stuff they tried to jam into one movie with Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. Um, it's the same story. It's Vampire Lestat and uh, the vampire that he sired called uh, named Louis. The two of them uh, kind of, <laughs> so to speak, adopt a vampire named Claudia. <laughs> and can we can we just love Jacob Anderson's voice? I could just yes. listen to Jacob Anderson speak. Now, all get, day. can I get some clarity he's gray, here? He's the he's, he's the worm. unsullied guy from Game of Thrones, right? Is that who That's that correct. Is? Yeah, okay. he's Grey Worm. Yep, and uh, and he's Louis. He's the Brad Pitt character, if you will, from the uh, from the movie. You also heard Eric Bogosian, who is doing his best uh, Anthony Bourdain impersonation as uh, Daniel, the guy who's actually conducting the interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the in the film, you only really get Christian Slater at the beginning and the end, but um, I'm so glad we get way more of of uh, the character Daniel, the person conducting the interview with the vampire in this, and it's he's such a great character, and uh, uh, there's you know it's it's um, gothic horror. There's some blood. There's plenty of blood. The um, the entirety of uh, this first season takes place in New Orleans um, at the uh, was it like the turn of the century or a little bit uh, after that? Yeah, it's, it's late 1800s, yeah. I think. 1910, I think. Mm. Um, anyway, it's it's um, so well written and well acted, and uh, the pacing on it is is so so well done with the endings of each episode that you forget that oh my gosh there's this reveal at the end of this episode there's another reveal at the end of this other episode um it's great and it and it works on its own as a as a full season but we are getting a season two of it how's how's, uh, i see john dimaggio's in this thing playing alderman fenwick can you tell me about that because that seems crazy uh, john dimaggio yeah no kidding bender uh he is he is one of many uh, a holes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, there's a lot of a holes that you kind of get their comeuppance, and uh, yeah, John DiMaggio is one of the one of the more prominent ones. Interesting. Uh, yeah, Radon Chung from uh, uh, from Machine from Total the Recall? loins of Tommy Chung. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Right. Directly from Tommy Chong's loins. The right. loins of Tommy Chong. Exactly. That's uh, my my next album title, by the way. Sure. Still, um, I still love her so much in Commando. I love her. No, she's great. Reason. Commando. I think that's what I was thinking. Not Total Recall. Commando. Yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's uh, great. And it's a weird it's a weird number of episodes from AMC. Only seven episodes of Interview with the Vampire. But uh, you'll get through them really quick. You'll have plenty of time in your purchased month of AMC Plus to watch Kevin can F himself, uh, Gangs of London, Duel, and uh, uh, all the other cool stuff that I've recommended and still still be done by the end of the month and can cancel AMC Plus if you so desire. I just saw a picture. So I, I just oh, want to yeah. go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. I was going to say, you you made me think of Anne Rice and yeah. there's a series of books that she wrote that I really enjoyed called The Claiming of Sleeping Beauty. Mm. It's, oh, okay. it's a little 
it's a little bondage. It's a little fifty <laughs> oh, little, It's it's very we're a little insight into uh, the Saturday night at Spagnolo's house. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just really enjoyed the books when I was younger. And I was like, I yeah. wonder if they ever did. They adapted it. And apparently they did. Oh, I had really? no idea. They called it something else. But it was during that Fifty Shades of Grey time period. Okay, sure. And so they took the rights. And now I'm going down a rabbit hole. Those books came out in, I, so long ago that yes. I, I was a kid and I found them in my mom's dresser. <laughs> that's, that's how, like, those are like 40 years ago those books came out. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Sleeping Beauties, uh, uh, yeah. The Claiming the claim, of Sleeping Beauty, claiming Beauty's sleeping Punishment, beauty. and Beauty's yeah. Release. Wow, which yes. you just basically replaced Sleeping Beauty with Shades of Grey and you've got those three. <laughs> no, I... I think there, I mean, there, there's, I'm not going to say anymore. Yeah. I'm yeah, just going to hey. dig in my hole. No, no, not at all. <laughs> They're it's just happen- good. just happens to be a leather lined hole and we're, <laughs> we're basking in it. It's fine. We're basking in it. Exactly. Uh, uh, but you remember when they yeah. did that awful, um, Rosie O'Donnell, Dan Aykroyd. Yes. Yeah. Was like it they, Exit to Eden? Because that was also oh, they, Anne Rice, wasn't the it? The book is great. Yeah. The movie was awful. It was like, horrendous. Yeah. It was. The, yeah. Killed. Uh, um, Melanie. Was it Melanie Marin? Killed her, her film career post. Uh, uh, yeah. But Beach. China Beach, I think was her show that she was. Like everybody, she was the it girl for a while, and then she did Exit to Eden. Is like, oh, okay, well, I can't. But touch if you've if you've seen the Exit to Eden movie, mm-hmm. you'd be like, uh, why would I read that? The book is yeah. nothing like the movie, and that's what I was wondering if they had done what they did to that to the Sleeping Beauty, and I I don't know. I'm yeah, just yeah. now I'm I'm interested in what happened to Anne Rice's. Yeah. Uh, well, she, she got a raw deal. Yeah. <laughs> They should, her, uh, she makes good rice as well. Hey, Randy, it's your turn. Let's whip this yes, out real quick. Jump in, Randy. <laughs> yeah. What do you, uh, what do you got for setup before I hit this? I have a new uh, nature documentary, and uh, it's narrated by Will Arnett, who can do no wrong. All right, here we go. Cedar lives an extraordinary life in an extraordinary land. Her home is a vast outpost of volcanic rock, creating a giant island filled with wonders. Surrounded by the North Pacific, a cold but vibrant ocean that batters its shores, yet feeds life Across its lands. Ah, very nice. I yeah, don't know. So this is yeah. you sure this you is, played the Will Arnett narrated version? Because that did not. <laughs> I know it is, but he, it certainly didn't sound like Will Arnett. He yeah. doesn't do his Vat- Batman voice at yeah. all this entire yeah. time. He is trying to sound like a a hippie who's impressive, <laughs> and it it works. Uh, this is this is Island of the Sea Wolves. This is about uh, Vancouver Island specifically. And the filmmakers here got just some insanely awesome footage of uh, of different animals uh, on Vancouver Island. There's wolves, there's otters, there's uh, uh, marmots, and it's um, they they go a little Disney with it, which is good in my opinion. This is not your standard textbook fare. They mm-hmm. name all of the 
animals, you know, so like they're, they start talking about a wolf that they've named Cedar mm-hmm. and every creature you see has a name and um, it can be a little off-putting at first. Like I don't need these bald eagles to have names, but once you get <laughs> used to it, once you get used to it, they've got some really cool stories to tell because they got such incredible footage. You you need to watch Island of the Sea Wolves. Uh, you will like it. It is on Netflix. Netflix is where it is. Okay, good. I love Very these, cool. so I'm I'm all in. Yeah. They chill me out. These things, big time. It's uh, three episodes. Uh, they're all an hour long, and it, it you will you will find that it rushes by, and it's worth your time. Yeah, the only thing Will Arnett did that you, you said he could do no wrong that time he cheated on his wife uh, Leslie Nope, I was pissed at him. But other than that, you're right. He does. I he will does good never work. forgive them. Uh, him specifically, I will never forgive him yeah. for for yeah. that. But uh, he is my favorite Batman. So yeah, I'm, he's a good Batman. You know, How do you square? It? You have to square it. You know. Sometimes it. you just want to have sex with somebody who's not constantly making jokes all the time. <laughs> I do. I do have to go. Thank you very much you, uh, for, for having me. Yep. Uh, great, great show, guys. Yeah. Um, Nic- Always Nicole. a good time. Have fun at your meeting <laughs> or whatever Randy. it is you're going to, and uh, don't take any wooden nickels. All right, there goes Randy. <laughs> Uh, let's uh, get to uh, Nicole's uh, selection yeah. here. Nicole, uh, you want to set up what this thing is? It looks really interesting. So I to told me. you, I told you the wrong show. Like, oh, you did. The, the way that they they title these shows, it just is. Uh, I don't know. It only screwed me up for a second when I was preparing the quick TMS. Okay. Did you figure thing. it out? Did you oh yeah, I did. I did. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> so when I was uh, really really sick, I was pretty much comatose for like a week straight. I was just on the couch, comatose, and my mom and came, came to take care of me. And she put this show on, and it felt like it went on forever. <laughs> like, it never stopped. Mm-hmm. But it was just a mindless show that had some educational value to it, but it's kind of like, uh, they dramatize it, so... But then they jump all over the place, especially the first seasons, because there's only two seasons or two episodes in the first season. And the episodes are like an hour and a half long. But you're jumping in the time period as you're watching these episodes. So it's it can be a little confusing. But I found, I mean, it, if you're ever comatose on the couch, this is a great episode. Don't watch. I'm selling it, aren't I? All right, yeah, you no, are, yeah. totally. Yeah, if you can't move and you got nothing else you can do, you got nothing else. You yeah, have we, energy. boy, have we got, have we got a thing for you? All right, uh, let's play this clip that you sent me, and uh, it's about a minute long. Here you go. Slice of cheddar blend cheese, crispy iceberg lettuce, little secret sauce, crunchy dill pickle, toasted club slice, and not one but two hamburger patties under a lightly toasted sesame seed crown. I call it. The aristocrat. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Hold on. <laughs> or perhaps uh, the blue ribbon burger. What? <laughs> it's a bit. It's a bit what? How about the Big Mac? There you go. That's that. That's that's, that's, so, that's the that's the episode. I think that's like episode uh, season three. Um, this is a this is a show on the History Channel called "The Foods That Built America." I thought it was the foods that 
built a, or what was it? What the was the one? one? Uh, the one I captured earlier sounded like, it sounded very different. It was this. Henry Hines was the first to use clear bottles to show his product's quality. <laughs> it's just like a weird, like. Oh, yeah. You know, like, so they hey. were very, they were a lot more formal in the first season. Hmm. And so the first season, um, they look at Henry Hines, they go into um, post serial, they go into um, catalogs. And you know that movie with uh, Matthew Broderick? Um, Road oh, to God. Wellville? Yes. Yeah. So they dive into that and like Dr. Kellogg and how he came up with the serial and how his brother. It, so it, it's an interesting dive into how all these big, big brands that we know today, how they were built and the struggles that they went through to, um, to exist. Mm. Even um, Hershey chocolate was wild to watch. Mm. So, I, love, I like stuff like this. It was, so are they reenactments? Are they, cause yes, that's what that looks like. Reenactments really okay. well done reenactments. <laughs> Okay. Um, that's why I was impressed with it because it wasn't. Cool. Yeah. So um, they do this with other things like the toys that made us, and it's a, it's along those same lines. Mm. Um, but it's all the foods that have built America. So later in the seasons, you get into cheese and fast food. They go back to cereal because there's so many players to that. Yeah, um, I'm just so happy to just, hear History Channel's doing history again. That's nice because usually they you can watch suck. these on Hulu. There's three seasons on Hulu. Yeah, wow. Because History okay. Channel's all garbage these days. So hearing they're doing something that's actually historic is interesting to me because usually it's aliens and bullshit they do now, right? Isn't that all History Channel stuff does? Yeah, <laughs> sure yeah. feels like it. So that's yeah. good to hear. Aliens. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> the Heinz, the Heinz journey was interesting because he actually went bankrupt, and they like the cops were after them and oh and they do board games too which i was really interested to see how board games came about and the original game of life had some questionable things on it really oh <laughs> yes. interesting so like what like the, the like the history oh, of milton milton bradley kind of stuff yes the, milton okay. bradley and the parker brothers mm. they dive into those two stories and again, it's hard to watch these because they don't break them up and mm. they don't break them up into easy to watch episodes on mm. one topic until I think season two, mm. season one, you have to watch like the whole hour and a half to get the whole story because they break it up. So they'll, they'll jump from, um, board games back to catch up <laughs> like they just go all over the place and they're like, meanwhile, blah, blah, blah is happening because they want to try. They're trying to make a timeline oh, of like I see. Yeah. the things that are happening in the United States at that time and why this was such a big deal um, to have leisure time and what um, the guy Parker guy saw with the soldiers playing little portable um checkers mm. but he 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 did that because he lost all of his money because he was making lithograms of abraham lincoln um without a beard <laughs> and he lost all of his money because abraham lincoln decided to grow a beard <laughs> and so nobody and would buy he, him that's it, hilarious what a weird thing crazy yeah, yeah. No kidding. So it's just weird little you know factoids about how something in history could have just 
if if Abraham Lincoln uh, didn't grow a beard, huh. would we had Parker Brothers? I'm just, I'm st- I, I will absolutely watch this. I'm also, st- yeah. I'm I'm utterly shocked. History Channel has something good to watch, so I'm excited. Right? Yeah, yeah. No yeah. kidding. Well. Yeah, this is great. And the good news is, you know, you watch it on History Channel, as you said. You can watch it on Hulu. Yeah, Hulu. which I will much prefer to do. Uh, that sounds yeah. great. Uh, check it out, everybody. What's the full name again? <laughs> the food. Well, that built America. That built America. Well, how did games get in there? Uh, the food. Let's see. The food that built America. So I was wondering that too about the board well, maybe games. Maybe that again. Don't trust the food my that built board games that built America. <laughs> so there must have been the games. There must have been something else that integrated in it, but it was the same style. I apologize. No, I maybe was, we got two uh, recommendations oh, okay. for one here today. Yeah. You know. So let me let me find what the the board, board game was, but I think from- it's. But I think it's the History Channel as well. I was thinking that there was like somehow the game of life was tied to life cereal. And yeah. that's what the somehow the connection was. That'd be so great. The food that built America revolves around Hershey, Heinz, <laughs> McDonald's, all of that stuff. I'll cool. find out what cool. the other one. I, I'm sure it's like the Probably game. the toys that built America, the games that built America. Mm, yes. Something. You know just what? I think it is the toys. Immediately just went right into one after you finished watching the other. Did you ever see you know the, Did you ever see that McDonald's movie with uh, Michael Keaton? What was that called? Uh, the the yeah, the one about uh, Croc. Yeah, uh, that was awesome. Oh my gosh, I, I love did that. see it. Yeah, I can't remember what it was called. Everyone always yeah. thought, you know, the we're founder. all talking about the yeah. founder. Yeah, the, everyone talks about how amazing uh, uh, what's his name was in Last of Us season or episode three. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. Yeah. The, if you want to see one of his most subtle, interesting roles ever, he plays one of the oh, co-founders yeah. of uh, McDonald's, and he's so good in that movie. God, oh, I've gosh. forgotten about that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. What a great movie. It is great called movie. The Toys That Built America. That's ah, how okay. out of it I was. They just rolled into each other, and I just thought they were like <laughs> all the same thing. Yep. <laughs> then there was that episode where this guy named Walter was making meth with some kid, and... <laughs> <laughs> and then Mulan the saved everybody. America, yeah. yeah, it's really yeah. weird. Anyway, well, Netflix, I'm glad Netflix has their own. It's the 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 whatevers that, that made, made us, her. and now yeah. History Channel has theirs, which is the whatever that built a, built America. Ah, uh, gotcha. Well, there you go. Uh, so if you're if you're over there already getting your alien bullshit on, stick around for that or watch it on Hulu. That sounds great. And of course, QuickTMS.li will have all of these links. Because Woo-hoo. Brian put them up there. Nicole, yeah. thanks for hanging out with us. Well, hold on, yeah. Scott. Do you want to do oh, a say, recommendal? What about yours? Oh, shit. I forgot mine existed. Hold on. <laughs> Let's do mine. Thank you for saying that. All right. No here's I was like, little... don't I get to chime in? No, it's the, I, for, for whatever reason today, felt like I already did it, but I don't know why I did. Um, all right. <laughs> here is, uh, here's mine. Uh, this is a clip of a movie that you've all seen, and many of you may have seen it a million times like I have, but it's comfort food for me, and every once in a while, I'll watch it. We've never film sacked it, and we've never recommended it before. And it just happens to be streaming on Amazon Prime. So here's my clip. Clearly seen in the future would fall neatly into that category. Not so surprising then that an organism deprived of its earthly vision He would... said we wouldn't get it. He said we wouldn't get the treasure we seek. On account of our obstacle. What the hell does he know? He's an ignorant old man. Jesus, Pete. Told you I buried it myself. Your cousin still has this here horse farm and a forge and some shoeing impediment to restore our liberty of movement. You men from the bank? You wash his bar? Yes, sir. Daddy told me I'm to shoot who's ever from the bank. Well, we ain't from the bank, young feller. Yes, sir. I'm also supposed to shoot folks serving papers. We ain't got no papers, neither. I nicked the census, man. Now there's a good boy. (laughs) 
Is is your daddy about? <laughs> All right. I can't get enough Tim Blake uh, Nelson in my life, but me um, neither. Dapper Dan, yeah. man. he's so good. Anyway, I watched Oh Brother Where Art Thou, uh, which I don't know, this is like the twelfth, thirteenth time I've seen it. Yeah. Um, of the Cohen brothers movies, it's the one I, I I get the most comfort from. It's easily the best retelling of the Odyssey that's ever been made, in my opinion. <laughs> um it's just wonderful yeah. and it holds up and it looks like it was filmed yesterday. Um Tim Blake Nelson in particular just I could watch him do anything. I just love that guy. Love the soundtrack. The soundtrack's amazing. Oh, the soundtrack's fantastic. If, yeah. if you go down a rabbit hole with that music, you can find all kinds of cool bluegrass, uh, bluegrass acts that you've never heard of before. They're they're all great. Um, it's just a wonderful film. And so you all already know about it. it. Came out in 2000. It's out. You know, I can't believe it's almost 23 or 20. Yeah, it is 23 years old, or it will be this summer, um, which is insane because it does not look old. And it is wonderful. Um, you heard me at the top of the show play this line here, which is which is a cronyism, nepotism. That guy, uh, and it's got some it's got some stuff in there that is edgy as hell. Even then, in especially now, I feel like, but it works and it's great. And the sirens and all that stuff—they just absolutely just killed it with this movie. I love it. It's on sirens. Amazon Prime. Go watch it. Yep, <laughs> and it got me in the mood. So I ended up immediately watching. Um, I got kind of in a Coen Brothers mood, and I immediately watched Blood Simple, their first big feature film. Oh yeah! And right after that, I watched, uh, or I'm I'm not quite done yet. I got a quarter left of uh, No Country for Old Men, but I just love their oh, movies, thanks. all of them. I love them all. I'm probably on my way to a millionth time watching Fargo um, after I do that. But it's uh, it's a wonderful movie, and it put a smile on my face and. It will yours too if you just spend some. I time. bet you there's somebody listening that has never seen it, and I think you just convinced them. I hope, I so. hope so. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Did you say it's uh, streaming on Amazon Prime? Did yeah, you Prime that? Prime at the moment. Okay. Um, most of their stuff is on uh, HBO at the moment, but that one ha- happens to be Prime. Um, okay. And if you've never seen it, Rainbow Bride, do yourself Hutsucker, a favor. Actually, oh yeah, Hudsucker's great. Oh yeah, love Hudsucker. I love it all. I don't. People may have their favorites or least favorites of their Coen Brothers lineup or whatever. I don't have one I don't like. I like them all. Even the ones that people think are bad, I think are good. So I'm as biased as you can get on Coen Brothers stuff. And I don't know if they're ever doing a movie together again. There's rumors they're they're like, yeah, we're hanging it up as a pair. And then Joel or Ethan, whichever one it is, will just keep making stuff on his own because he just did that King Lear. No, I was going to say, Lear. one of them just did, yeah, was it? Um, King Lear? No. Amsterdam? No, no, it was the King Lear thing, the the one oh, last year oh. with the uh, Denzel Washington and um Yeah, it's not King Lear, it's um what is that called? Othello? Othello? No. No. God, Macbeth. Was, Macbeth. Macbeth, thank you. Jeez. It was Horlish. just nominated as like the one the one nominated film from 2022 that I couldn't get through. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> yeah, I I understand the why. Cohen, go ahead. Does the Coen brothers tend to go back to the same actors, I don't think they really do. Oh, a lot. Like, did uh, they ever? Uh-huh. Did they work with? Um, yeah, George one Clooney of again. Uh, like John, yes, John Goodman. I think is in just about yeah, every. Uh, yeah, Goodman's yeah, in them all. John Turturro's in a ton of them. Um, his wife, Joel Cohen's wife, is uh, uh, what's her name uh, that just won her uh, uh, Francis Oscar, McDormand. Francis McDormand, and she's in everything, yeah. including the first one, Blood yeah. Simple. She's in that. Um, she Turturro, was. You said yeah, uh, and Clooney's been in. Uh, Three or two at least. Tim Blake Nelson in the uh, Ballad of Buster uh, Scruggs. Scruggs, right? But who? Yeah. But what I other movie am I thinking of with Clooney? To answer to answer Nicole's question about Clooney, it was this uh, and Clooney. 
The one um, something before cleaning or stop before dancing or oh clean be- burn before reading burn before was reading theirs? was that yeah. her him he was and, in that yeah him and um mm. Pitt no not that one that's a different one or maybe I'm oh, mixing that's the smoking. names up that's the <laughs> God, yeah, I can't burn remember before smoking. burn but yeah the smoking one is the one he's yeah. in yeah he's oh, a lawyer gotcha. the, the intolerable cruelty that's Thank the name. <laughs> It's called intolerable cruelty. Intolerable Burn cruelty. before. Oh, yeah. or, uh, thank I you for not. That. Thank you for know. smoking. Is a whole different movie from a whole different director. <laughs> right. Right. And not even uh, him in it. It's Aaron Eckhart in that. Anyway. Right. Anyway. Yeah. No. The uh, intolerable cruelty was him and uh, Zeta Jones. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. He, a lot of people don't think that's their best work. I still like it. So whatever. I yeah. like them all. I forgot about that one and Lady Killers mm-hmm. with uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah. You name a movie. It's all good to me. Oh, a serious man! Oh my god, I forgot about how good that one was. Yep, I yeah. love a serious man. I love the L or the uh, uh, what's the one with uh, Poe Dameron in it? Um, Is that the inside? Lo- inside Lewin, Lewin Davis. Davis. That's it. Lewin Davis. Yeah. Great movie. Haven't seen that one, which is surprising since it's about a musician, and I like the uh, I like the the folk music almost biopics, and mm-hmm. I still need to see that one. It's got great soundtrack as well. So anyway, man, he yeah. wasn't there. Oh, it's so good. Billy Bob Thornton in that black and white. Such a good movie. Anyway, go watch all the Coen brothers movies is what I'm saying. That's my overall recommendation. But cool. in particular, go see uh, or go watch while it's on prime. Go watch your brother. Where art thou? All right. That is, uh, that is going to finally do it. That's it. There we go. Nicole. I'm glad, yeah. you, I'm glad you're doing good. Thanks for hanging Me with too. us today and uh, go enjoy more history channel. Will you? <laughs> Get in there. All right. Bye. I'll see you later. Enjoy. Have another slice of comatose. Why can't I? Yeah, comatose. That's my favorite thing she said today was comatose. <gasps> Absolutely, yes. Next time I'm not feeling very well and I'm just laying on the couch, I'm going to tell my wife that I am comatose. Comatose. And she'll probably make toast. I love it. All right. That's going to do it uh, for the show. Uh, that's going to do it. <laughs> I don't know why it's all Mario all of a sudden, but hey, <laughs> I want to remind people that the show can't continue without your support. So there's an easy place for you to do it. It's a simple URL to a website, and here it is, patreon.com slash TMS. You will go there and find out all the many benefits to being here, including no commercials ever, pre-show content every day, post-show content every day for that matter, art in the mail, couch parties, uh, play dates. It's all listed out. Go check it out. It's at patreon.com slash TMS. Brian, let's get out of here. Do you have music? I've got music. Uh, Dave B. wrote in, said hello, blunt and sharp. I like that. I'm blunt. Mm. You're sharp. That, yeah. that sums, sums things up pretty clear, uh, cleverly. Sure. Uh, February 8th is my 52nd trip around the giant ball of gas in the sky, and I've finally gotten around to making my first request for a long time after many years of listening in about 1,500 episodes. Let's party! Happy birthday. There we go. Uh, have a happy hump day and say hey to Birdum. Signed, Dave. Oh, Bert. We haven't heard the Birdum. I haven't had a Birdum in a while. Yeah. Nope. Let's have a Birdum now. Hold on. Birdum. How did I spell it? Here it is. Hi, Birdum. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. She's doing okay. Hope so. Uh, all right. So Dave is a, a big ghost fan. So any of the covers that they've done, uh, he wants to hear. And I'm, I had to look and see which ones I haven't played yet on the show. This one's great. This one came out on the 2013 album Infinitesimum Redux. A redo. This is their cover of Depeche Mode. Here is Ghost with Waiting for the Night. See you guys tomorrow. I am waiting for the night to fall. I know that it will save.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I've seen many strange things already. <laughs> <laughs>